Hey, tournament time in Indiana showcases clutch plays and performances that bring communities together. Kind of like an insurance agent that covers all your needs. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance is the one agent that can handle everything life throws at you. They offer home, auto, life, farm and crop, business, renter's insurance, as well as other financial products to all Hoosier families. And you know your local agent. Well, if you listen to Birdie's Bourbon and Basketball, you know that's Travis, and he's been part of the Martin County business community for many years, striving to provide his clients with the best coverage for their situation. And don't forget all the local sports and activities he supports in the community, a true community partner. Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance is on a mission to do more than simply provide products and services. Their family is intent on protecting your family. Whatever your financial or insurance needs are, one agent will handle all of what will help you sleep at night knowing you, your family, and your stuff is protected. Call 812-295-3129. See the team at their 304 JFK Avenue location in Lagodi or contact them through their Facebook page. Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Well, you've tuned in to another Monday morning, and what a jam-packed show we've got for this morning after one hell of a week of local sports. You are listening to Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball. You might notice a little bit, the boys are on the phone this week, so we are going to uh, do a little more remote-type show, but uh, the information is there nonetheless. How are you, Blake? Good, good. What about you? I'm doing good. Got a good show. We've got uh, Coach Gretchen Miles and Coach Brian Smith going to be on, so that'll be a lot of fun. Chris, how are you today? Doing well, doing well. How are you guys? Awesome. What a a game that was last night. Oh, my goodness. You know, we're going to, like I say, we'll talk to Coach Miles um, and and get her thoughts on that, but... uh, holy cow i mean we're gonna skip ahead because our idea was to kind of go just as much as we can in our notes here go chronologically of the of the week that we had but to start with that um uh, it's as good a basketball game as you're gonna watch um chris were you able to see it no i was able to listen though okay you were listening yeah i knew you were yeah yeah i I thought i I was gonna listen to Dwayne shake have a heart attack I thought I thought the same. I thought I thought at the end of regulation they had won according oh, to Dwayne. But <laughs> well, and, and I tell you, he's like at the buzzer, and then uh, like, you don't hear him for a couple seconds, and then he's like, "Oh, they missed it." I'm like, so, <laughs> and 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 you know, it was a fantastic play because. It was one of those plays that it, it seemed like it took longer than what the clock actually was. So she hurried it a little bit, but. You know, it was a good look, and it was just, I don't know, an eighth of an inch too long, hit the neck, and, and then went off instead of dropping in. But what a what a fantastic uh, finish to that dang thing. And, and then Kinsia, um just well, makes – That one, the Larry Bird, like almost identical. Well, yeah, and that's what I tweeted out. Um, I mean, and, and not only did she make the shot, but to have the the – wherewithal the basketball iq to know that they're gonna have to throw that dang thing in very quick and just to turn around and make that steal was amazing yeah 
But yeah, yeah so I don't know. I don't know if there'll be a morning shakeup on Monday morning or not. Dwayne might. Dwayne <laughs> might be still getting fluids or something. Yeah, T brothers. He kept checking on him. He said, "Dwayne, you gonna be able to make it? Dwayne, you gonna be able to make it?" <laughs> I should. Uh, that should have been our third interview today. We should talk to Dwayne and uh, see how he's doing. Uh, I think Gretchen said. I think Gretchen said something to the effect. Also, when in her post game interview with him. You know, I didn't know if he was going to make it through that interview. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, hey, let's. I mean, they could have easily went down in that game. I mean, they got oh down no there question in overtime. And, well, and they were down. I think two with like a minute left. And they? not and only that, they went nearly, and maybe they did actually. I think did they score in the third quarter? I'm no. I didn't start really with. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they got their first bucket in the second half till early in the fourth quarter. Um, they may but have I had one. Yeah, but, but I don't think Lincoln did well, either. Did well, you yeah, know, that was my point. Yeah, Lincoln Lincoln went cold at the same time. I mean, I don't know how many trips up and down the floor they went with with no scoring, um, and and uh, but just I don't know, absolutely incredible. Man, just like I mean, all all four coaches last week on our show. Yeah, I mean they all they all said watch out for Tim Young and the Alces, and there they were. They were he has those kids ready to play no matter where he's at. That's right, and he did, and he, he absolutely did. Hey, um, this probably just be a good time. Um, why don't we take a break here, and uh, we will come right back, and we will uh, – We'll get Coach Gretchen Miles on the phone. I was going to do it a little bit later, but I think this will be a great time to do it as we've discussed that game. So we will be right back after this. Hey, for great Mexican food in Odin, there's only one place to take your family, and that is Casa Sevilla. Located at 100 Northwest Street, you can dine in or carry out all of your Mexican favorites and a wide selection of Hoosier coffees. Call in your order, 812 812- 636-2000. That's Casa Sevilla, the house of flavor. And don't forget, they can handle your catering or your large social gatherings. So call 812-636-2000, Casa Sevilla. What a weekend that Coach Gretchen Miles had. How are you today? It definitely was a whirlwind. Uh, just a tremendous game last night. Of course, not the plans of how that turned out. A little bit, you know, uh, high emotions there at the Holy end. Holy cow. I, tell, I know. <laughs> uh, but, again, give credit to Vincent Lincoln. Tremendous basketball team. A lot of great players on that team. Of course, very well coached. And, you know, when you're coming down to a sectional championship, you're going to get each team's best. And that's definitely what happened last night. They played – I felt better in the second half than they did against you in the first half and just made some huge plays. Yes, I mean, exactly right. They came up with some huge stops. And, you know, we had a hard time scoring that second half. I think we went about seven to nine minutes without a bucket at all. And yeah. a huge credit to Vincent's defense. But fortunately for us, they also were kind of struggling at that point. Too. Right. But we got up nine in the third quarter, and then here they just kept coming back. And that's what good teams do. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're going to they're gonna make a run. And then for us, we just have to be able to – step up and stop that run, but they definitely had the momentum going their direction. No question. Especially going towards uh, the end of regulation. Um, and we were, we were fortunate enough to get it into overtime. Yeah. Well, I know we we were streaming it, and we were toward the end of the third quarter, and I'm like, what the hell was the score at halftime? Because both teams, you know, were having a hard time getting in the hole, and then we looked up, and you, you had two points. And were you – were you me watching it now? You you were a little out of gas, right? I mean, it it looked like the 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 wheels were coming off a little bit, and 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 uh, 
it, it looked to me like, again, just a little bit out of gas for a few minutes. Well, you're right. I think in both teams were playing five, five, six kids the entire game. I think when you've got a lot of adrenaline going, you know, it's a championship game, just a lot of emotions. And, and at that time, too, things were not going our way. Right. So, you know, a lot of that you start to see, you know, you start to feel a little bit more tired. Yeah. <laughs> you start to not, you know, work as hard because things aren't going your way. But, you know, again, give the kids tons of credit to be able to just lock it in and just find a way to gut it out. And, you know, Dave Browning had a tremendous right. opportunity at the end of regulation yes, right there that just didn't go down. I mean, that was probably one of our very uh, rare offensive rebounds all night. Yeah. Um, and she was just point blank in front of that rim. It just didn't go down. But, again, you know, she was in the right place at the right time, and those things just happened. But we were fortunate, you know, just to get ourselves uh, to overtime. Yeah, you know, on that play, it 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 felt like the play lasted longer than you had, and I'm sure she, mm-hmm. you know, she actually was pretty poised and took a pretty good shot, but she had to feel hurried at that point, which is probably, yeah. you know, what made it go long. But I, I, when you guys came out of that last timeout, and we had been commenting, like, Kinsia looks like she's she she's out of gas right now. But when she came out of that last timeout, I even said at the time she's got a little bit more bounce in her step when <laughs> when she came yeah. down, and then. Listen, the basket was amazing. That it was great. She drove in through three people. That steal is as good yeah. a play as you're going to see in high school basketball. Right, and you know you, you talk about just the play itself, and her coming out of timeout. I mean, you see, is one of those kids too that um, she's going to put the team on her back, and she's going to go. In the last couple of games, she has really just took over for us yeah. to kind of get us going in the right direction, especially like in the Pike Central game, and obviously last night too. She just has that drive. That of course nobody wants to lose. But, like, she's just not going to lose, and she's going to do something about it. Um, and so, you know, coming out of that timeout, when she was able to make that drive, like you said, not only just going through three or four people, but also finishing left-handed. Yeah, right. And, you know, a kid's not real tall. Yeah. But she's strong as can be and just knows where to put that ball off the glass. And then when she jumped out to um, get that inbound pass again, that was all on her own. I mean, she just had the reaction to do it, the basketball IQ to do yeah, it, out. just to jump in that situation to get a tip and just hang on to it. Well, my brother had a good point. He said, you know, we had the the ability to rewind it and watch it two or three times. But he said she knew they had to get that ball in fast. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, she was able to, you know, having that basketball IQ just to turn immediately and be ready for that. And and mm-hmm. for her to have the just the the uh, knowledge to, to even go for that play, but also mm-hmm. know that they were going to throw it in quick. So at that moment, she scores, you get the steal. Did did uh, Coach Miles about piss her pants there, or what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. I'm not on blood pressure medicine, but it may be the worst here <laughs> on Monday morning. But, you know, unfortunately for us at that time when she got the steal, they fouled quickly, yep, what they yep. needed to do. Um, so, you know, that, that helped, too, for us to be able to. Right. We had three, three to four timeouts left. So it was great for us to be able to, you know, just get the kids settled down, talk about situations, you know, would come back out of timeout. You knew they were going to pressure us and, you know, letting Dave know when she was taking it out, you know, you know, ask the officials, see if they'll count out loud for you. You know, he gets a three, call timeout because right. that place was, it was, it was a great crowd last sure, night. Too. Sure. And, you know, a lot of people have not been able to, you know, uh, come to games as far as like kind of unlimited, so to speak. Um, uh, so for them, just kind of like people coming out of the woodwork, just want to see a basketball game. Yeah. And, you know, Vince is going to have a tremendous crowd, too, because obviously in the championship game and on their home floor. But I think that made a huge difference, too, because with the kids, you know, you're not going to be able to hear anything. Right. So you've got to, we had to put them in situations to go, if this happens, here's what we need to think about. Yeah. You know, here's how many timeouts we have left. You know, he gets close to, he's counting three, just call timeout. We're okay with that. So just getting the ball in bounds. And, you know, when 
Castilla came up too. She was kind of uh, limping a little bit because she right. had some Achilles issues. And uh, we called that last time out. And, uh, she was kind of underneath the rim and she was kind of bent over. Of course, all the kids were over there. And we were like, come on, like our timeout's running out. Like, get over here. Let's go. Um, but just sitting there, we we're like, okay, like who feels confident enough to hit these free throws? Yeah. Like we don't need anybody to feel tough. Right. Like I don't, I, mean, I want you to be honest about it because this is who we're going to draw it up for. There's kind of a little awkward silence. You see, can see, and she's like, I'll shoot him. I'm like, guys, she's on one leg. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, then, you know, Jeff and Jay were like, you know, we got this. So, you know, Jeff stepped up, you know, and just hit those those yep. two free throws, which were huge. Because not only did that give us just a little bit more cushion, but put just a little bit more pressure on Vincent to be able to hit a shot at the buzzer. Yeah. And, um, and <clears throat> Elena Thorne on both ends of the floor – um, talk about a workhorse effort. I mean, she mm-hmm. had a, she had a really tough defensive assignment, some right. huge rebounds. Just if you could talk about her game for a second, she had. I mean, talk about leaving it on the floor. She had to just be mm-hmm. spent after that game. Yes, and Elena always. It doesn't matter what team we play, whether it's a point guard or a, a true post player. She always has the other team's best player. It's just what it is. Right. So a lot of times you don't see teams' top players offensively guarding the other team's best players, but it's just what she does. And it doesn't bother her one bit. She just kind of she knows it's going to happen. She does a good job of understanding the players' strengths and weaknesses. And last night too, you know, they did a good job of limiting her touches. Yep, yep. But a lot of things that didn't show up in the stat column necessarily was the dirty work behind the scenes that she was doing, limiting the touches of their post player inside, altering shots when people would come and trying to score around the rim. Um, again, you know, Macy Lang is a tremendous player going to the University of Evansville. I think she had eight or nine points last night. She had 11 rebounds, right. but zero offensive rebounds. Yeah, that's awesome. And again, that's a huge stat because that's where Macy – Macy's a workhorse on the board, and we knew for us to be competitive and stay in the game, we definitely have to keep her off the board. And Elena, I mean, she just she did that to a T. Yeah. She did a tremendous job with that. And like you said, just banging around on both ends, you know, going up, getting rebounds. Like I said, the most, most important part for us defensively was making sure, number one, Macy doesn't get the offensive rebound. Mm-hmm. Then number two, if Elena gets it, that's great. Yeah. But the first priority had to be keep her off the board, and everyone else has got to get in there and help Elena rebound. And she did a tremendous job with that, which she's done all season. Yeah, that's fantastic. I was watching uh, <laughs> Marty Ledbetter's kind of recap of all the local local games, and you said something. What What is it you said um, about here where our feet are or something like that? It was a great oh, yeah. quote. Well, thanks. <laughs> Well, you know, we, all year, you know, of course, as we all know, we've been quarantined twice, and it's so easy to get caught up in the negativity of it and the poor me mentality. Mm-hmm. And our kids have been very good about just talk about just staying in the moment. Like you can't control what's happened. So there's no sense to complain about it. And we definitely can't predict what's going to happen. Right. So you just have to be where your feet are. Just yeah. be in that moment. I stay where it. you're at. It's the same thing with like getting over mistakes. Yeah. So many times you see kids that make a mistake on one end and they carry to the other end and the other sure. end it just snowballs. Mm-hmm. So just really be in the fact like if you turn over on one end. You get back on defense, you got to be where your feet are. Now you're on defense, you got to lock it in, we got to get a stop, and then you got to get over it. But just being able to stay in the moment, whether it's by possession, by day, by practice, because yeah. you, just, you just never know right. <laughs> what can happen between right. here on out. Uh, and I think that was, that was huge for our kids, I think, down the stretch, not to get rattled. Right. Like their composure was tremendous, um, their focus was still there. There was definitely the resilience and the grit to try to find a way to keep winning, to get over that hump. Um, and I think just, just that whole staying together and just stay in that moment was huge for him. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and that was the first game that I've heard of that 
it was basically just whoever wanted to come, come watch. And, <laughs> and they, they absolutely got their bunnies where my daughter, um, yeah. she went over last night and watched and, and said that was incredible. I forgot what it was like to be in those mm -hmm. situations. So coach, yes. we are so proud of you. Thank You're you. awesome. And, uh, nothing but success. Have a great week of practice. And maybe next Sunday we can be sitting right here interviewing you about a regional title. That sounds great. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, we're glad to. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye, Gretchen. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. How excited is Coach Miles? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. She deserves it. She deserves yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you know, how wouldn't you be? <laughs> again, what a – you know, and I, I, like I said there to her, that was um, – that's the first game I've heard of where they just said, open it up. Whoever wants to come, come put your damn mask on and leave it on, but come on. And what a game, that, what saw, a game they saw. I saw coach Lacey Higgins uh, post something this morning. You know, she just said how emotional and how happy the girls were to come out of that time. Oh, I bet. Last night before warm up, and, you know, and to finally have those fans. So it's good that, you know, the girls finally got that out of them. Cause and that's a great team. And, you know, they're going to be back next year. Yeah, it's great that they finally got at least one game like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had seen a I had seen a picture tweeted out earlier, and it was it was a pretty pretty good line outside of uh, Alice Arena yesterday afternoon. Wow, getting ready for getting ready for it. I mean, it, and it was all Washington fans right. as well. But uh, yeah, that's that's. I hope hopefully. I mean, we're on the path. We're I think we're yellow now. So right, right. I think we're on the path on the path to greatness. Maybe we can uh, get this for boys sectional as well. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so let's talk real quick. Why don't we do this? We'll we'll talk about the Lagodi uh, sectional victory. We'll talk to Coach Smith, and then we'll we'll go back to our original plan where we kind of go chronologically through this amazing week of of basketball in this area. Um, Lagodi had a little different little different time um in their game they didn't have the nail biter that the hatchets had they actually uh, uh fleming came out and decided to to put an end to this really quickly i think she had 13 first quarter points you know and, and just uh just absolutely took orleans out of their game well and they, and they needed a good first quarter because i mean against Joel's tuesday i know we'll recap that but i mean Joel's tuesday they're down what eight after one, right. Or Davis Friday, you know they're right there with them, and they've been struggling in that first quarter. So I'm sure Coach Smith was probably relieved to finally have, you know, a little bit of breathing room after the first quarter because beating that Orleans team by 30, I mean that that shocked me. Yeah, and we'll talk about the Bar Eve um, Orleans game here in just a little bit. Um, I actually went over and attended that one, and um, Orleans looked. Pretty good. I mean, they hit shots down the stretch when they needed them. So it was, uh, it, that's a good win. And especially to step on the gas the like they coaches, did. The three coaches from 63 last week said that they had the best player in the sectional. Yeah. They all three basically said that. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Lagodi's just so, they're just so, that's where they hurt you. They're so deep. I mean, they can play seven, eight, nine girls pretty easily. Right. Well, and, and, you know, Fleming had 16 and, but then Jones had 15, Van Hoy had 14. I mean, yeah. they had balanced scoring. I mean, right. who are you going oh, yeah. to who are you going to stop? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. exactly. No. You know, even though you know Orleans had Robbins and you know it, three against one, 
you know, not a fair fight. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there you go. They're for sure. Um, and so they, they, they've got actually, um, they go to Springs Valley. I'll talk to coach Smith about that. Talk about his plans for this week. That regional, my God. Yeah. One, two, four. Isn't that crazy? That, I mean, that's all, that's like the, uh, the Lagodi sectional on the boys. I mean, just absolutely stacked. So Chris, I pray you're not going to have us pick that, pick those games. Oh yeah, we are. We are the, the lines, the actual, actual lines just came out. I just, I just double checked. So the oh, lines good. came out and, uh, well, let's and, uh, quarter real quick. So I can just flip on each of those yeah. games. Well, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be shocked at, uh, what, what one of these lines is probably. Oh boy. So, but, I'm never yeah. shocked with John Harrell because John Harrell is a very trusted source for lines. John Harrell, <laughs> never mind. Now you guys are buddies. Now, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I, I told John that crap. I said, "Stop it with the bar shit," and he's still doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's so. right. That's right. Hey, let's take a quick break here, and uh, we will get to our other sectional winning coach, Coach Smith, right after this word from Country Oaks Golf Club. Well, I keep saying this, and I really believe it, even though it's about 12 degrees right now at our studios high above the 18th green at Country Oaks, but golf is right around the corner, and those Advantage Passes are on sale if you need maybe get your clubs re-gripped, if you need to order a new driver, they can help you out with that. Just give them a call, 812-486-3300, Country Oaks. We'll be happy to help you out, and uh, if you want to start planning your outings for your business or your nonprofit organization that uh, you want to raise some money those golf outings are always great for that trey and his staff will be helping to help happy to help you out with that and then of course you can always for your small functions rent the clubhouse so anyway all that good stuff call 812-486-3300 we will see you at the oak hey guys on, on girls basketball i just saw something we'll, we'll go interesting fact yep in that pack conference that Washington is in, mm-hmm. they they're they represent the three A. Forest Park made it to regionals representing two A, and Tecumseh representing one A. All out of that conference. Wow. wow, that's awesome! Wow, that's yeah. really cool. I didn't think about yeah. that. It's rare. <laughs> I, I, well, it's rare to have yeah. you know that big of a dis- disparity, I guess, possibly. Um, amongst yeah. the classes, so that's that's really cool. Hey, I've got uh, got dialing up Coach Smith here, so we will uh, we'll go see what uh, what the Lagodi Lion victorious coach Brian Smith has to say about his weekend sectional. Well, another successful sectional for Coach Brian Smith and the Lagodi Lions. Congratulations, Coach. I appreciate it, man. It was a good, it was a fun night, a good night, and. Uh... Uh, well deserved for our girls, so yeah, we're happy today. Absolutely, today I feel better today at this time than I did uh, yesterday at this time. <laughs> yeah. We hadn't we had hit four quarters together, and uh, last night we did. That's awesome. You jumped on you jumped on them from right at the beginning, right? Yeah, Clea Fleming came out and she kind of just said, "Get on, girls, get on my back," and uh, she uh, went for thirteen points in the first quarter. That's awesome, and, and really got us going. And uh, defensively, we were really good. Yeah. Um, what was the atmosphere like? You had a few more people in the gym than what you've been yeah, used it to. Was, uh, it was, uh, it was fun. You know, Orleans brought a lot of people. Uh, we had a good crowd. It was loud. It was, uh, it reminded me of a lot of, of last season and, and the games we played in there towards the end of the season with the, with the fans and the way we, way we played. So 
hopefully, you know, we get stuff going here at the right time and, and uh, maybe make another run at it. Yeah. You, you had a, you know, obviously a pretty quick 24 hour turnaround between your semifinal game and preparing for Orleans. I thought Bar-Eve gave Orleans a pretty good ball game, probably allowed you to see a lot of things of what they do in some situations, if I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Barry played them really well. To be honest with you, they they guarded uh, the Robbins girl really well, and yep. that was that was a key for us and, and Powell. And uh, you know, Robbins had seven against us, and we were able to to shut Powell out. So that's great. Yeah, some of the things that uh, Barry did, we kind of talked about and discussed, and and uh, definitely needed to know where those two girls were. Yeah, I think Bar Reeve actually, you know, well, they did close it to, to three points late, but if they just get some shots down, they were getting shots. They just yeah. you know, could, couldn't get them to go down, unfortunately. Yeah, that was just the kind of game of runs. You know, about the time you thought maybe Orleans was going to pull away right. from Bar Reeve, Bar Reeve would, would make a run, but uh, Bar Reeve definitely got better throughout the year. And, and uh, those, those girls did, uh, you know, they did really well. Yeah, so let's talk about where you're headed and who you play next. Yeah, we're going to Springs Valley. Uh, for the regional, obviously, and we're playing the second game there against uh, Trinity Lutheran. Okay. Uh, the, the funny thing about the whole thing is it's the same four teams from last year. Yeah. Same four set up. You know, the first game, uh, Tecumseh and Lanesville, and then the second game, Trinity and, and Ligoti. And, uh, you know, I think if you look at the, the rank, rankings, it's uh, one, two, four, and five. Isn't that crazy? So it's wow. going to be another loaded loaded regional, and uh, it's going to be a good, good atmosphere. And, you know, we're going to have to play well. How do you guys handle this week? Do you um, – I'm sure you probably took today off and then you get right after it tomorrow? Yeah, we, we gave them tomorrow off. Okay. Uh, we've had some illnesses and some injuries and it just gives us another day to, right. to maybe, you know, heal up and, and get, get a little bit better feeling. And then uh, we'll have four good days of, before we play there on Saturday. And that's, I think that's plenty at this time of the year. Rest and getting off our feet and enjoying this. I mean – uh, we're seventeen and four, and people say you didn't have a very good year, and you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we we still had a good year. We've absolutely. had some ups and downs, and it's been different from everybody. So we're going to enjoy this one. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you can't win the regional until yeah. you win the sectional, right? <laughs> right. So yeah, we're going to enjoy it, and you know, we we'll give them an extra day to enjoy it, and then we get in the gym on Tuesday. Then we'll be focused on Trinity and what we need to do against them. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Um, we, we're so happy to, to be a very, very small part of your run, and we will be here watching very closely, and hopefully next Sunday we'll be having this same conversation. Hey, I hope so. I appreciate it. You guys have been great, and uh, I love what you guys are doing for the local, local high school kids. Well, we appreciate it. Coach Smith, good luck to you, and um, we'll be watching next weekend. Hey, thank you, buddy. Okay, bud. Well, Coach Smith, sounds like he's got a good plan, and, you know, same four teams – in the same order as last year, and that is going to be one hell of a regional. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they're, they take on number one, Trinity Lutheran, and then you got lane, number two, Lanesville, and versus number five, Tecumseh. I mean, if you can get into that one, that's worth easily worth oh, the price of admission. It'll be, it'll be cool. And I have to think they'll probably do the same uh, where, you know, 400 and clear the gym out. Yeah, that's over Does anybody know that one? I don't. Well, don't they offer? Don't they rotate back and forth over there? I didn't think regional did, but what was your know, qu- region. What thought, was your question, Blake? I said, I wonder why the regional's at Springs Valley, oh. not Lagodi. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know about um, that. But you know, and that's, I, I guess that's a, that's a question we need to look at. Is, is they're in Orange County, aren't they? So I, I don't even know what color they are. Yeah, I don't either. I think so. Now, what uh, what like is Knox? They played. I was just gonna say the only team that they played out of that regional was the Compton, and they lost by four. So. Yeah. What is Knox County, Chris? Do you know? I mean, obviously they said whoever wants to come, come last night. So. They they went yellow as same as us, and they're sitting. You know how that map goes, and they're at one point five. Yeah. You know, so I mean, we're trending down. Right. I think it was two. Two and two point five are orange, and one and one point five is yellow. So if uh, they, with them saying what they did last night, w- if there would have been two games, would they have had to clear the gym and all that? I mean, it, I, don't I, know. I, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would. I don't know. I would think. Yeah. Not, Knox County's been a weird one. Whenever I went and like officiated there, so I've noticed they've been allowed more fans, but then they don't have concessions. Oh really? So I, I don't know. That's huh. odd to me, but interesting. Yeah. Well, it was great to talk to those guys. Obviously, we uh, we're we're big fans of of basketball here, and and I don't think you know there's probably not a show that doesn't have much of a differentiate between girls and boys. We don't give a shit. They're good coaches and they're good players, and and we enjoy we enjoy watching them. And and hopefully, like I said to both of them, I'm hoping maybe next Sunday we're we're talking to them both and and planning on the semi-state. So, but let's talk about the week that was. Um, I think first and foremost, Blake, you're probably the uh, can take the lead on this one. But I got to say, Brino was proven right about Bloomfield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Coach, Coach Dow, I'd say, had a game plan that the rest of the state would probably be very smart to follow. He put a two three on them, and you know, after the game, he came and said, uh, "Hey." We knew they had one shooter, and we were going to make the rest of them prove it, and that's exactly what they did. And, you know, kind of like me, I think Coach Riggins both said, we both thought it would be a bounce-back game for them. Yeah, yep. And then they just continued the balance scoring. You know, I think Loniger had 14. I think Wolford had 12. Mullen had 11. Wilson had 10. I mean, they just continued that balance scoring. And, I mean, they're – yeah, I mean, Bloomfield just kind of looked lost. At times during that game, well, and that uh, yeah. shots and, and it doesn't surprise me. Couldn't do much down low. I mean, I'm not sitting there r- ripping on. Well, I guess I sort of am. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, I've only watched three Bloomfield games in the last three years, and they've looked lost in every single one of them. So, I mean, I'm only going by what I see, and that's why I didn't trust them. One well, they looked good against Lagodi there a week or two ago. And I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think the two three is going to be the way forward to playing them. Yeah, well, again, I, I think I think the one A state champion comes out of sectional sixty three anyway. Um, I, I, okay. I, and you know what? If the rest of the state doesn't like that, prove me wrong. But I, I, I that's what I think. Hey, speaking of real quick, to to back up even further into the week, I, sh- I should have started here. Guys, I got so much positive feedback on having those coaches in here Sunday. Um, I wanted to mention, I mean, obviously we were talking about um, Coach Smith and, and Coach Miles, but Joey was in here, Joey Riggins from North Davis and Mark Holt from Bar Reeve. What a fantastic evening that was. Yeah, yeah, and they all, I know Joey and uh, Coach Smith, they both texted me afterwards and said, hey, we had, we had a blast and hopefully we can do it again sometime. And they even said, you know, I pray you guys can do that for the boys because that will be even better. You know, with them, with the special detection we're going to have. Yeah, don't move again, Blake. You sound like you were underwater again. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Chris, okay. what kind of what kind of feedback did you get on that episode with with the with the coaches? Same. I mean, it was just it was just total positive. Um, we had some tweets going out and everything else, and and everybody loved it. You know, um, it was just they enjoy us sitting around with them, and it. You know, even though we do go through some few X's and O's with them, we we get a lot more than than that. Yeah, yeah. And so so I think you know I. Hopefully we'll get the boys' coaches in there, and, and we'll be able to to run with them the same way. Yeah, that, it, that was a lot of fun, and and I, I I meant to mention that at the beginning, and I forgot, so I wanted to uh, wanted to make sure we touched on that. But so then um, Tuesday night um, went uh, obviously Lagodi Lagodi won their game Tuesday night. The girls and and Bar Reeve got a got a pretty pretty easy win over WC, which set up their but their. Lugodi, it, it wasn't easy. For well, a yeah, you're right. Yeah, it turned out. Turned out easy, um, but well, yeah, they, they went on a what twenty-five-zero run, I think. Right. So I don't think they played Jones the first quarter, and they were down eight, and then Jones came in, and yeah, I think it was a twenty-five-zero run, and maybe, I mean, I don't know what Coach Smith said, but you know that could have been something that probably sparklighted them. Hey, girls, you better wake up, or we're not going to be playing anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, the hatchet girls, uh, went over Sullivan that night, probably beat them up a little more than what I, what I thought they may. Um, and then, uh, but also that night kind of had a little bit of history in the making. Um, the Lagodi lions boys took care of Orleans and coach Ryan Haywood got his 200th win. Did either one of you get to yep. see any of that game? I did not. I did not, but I was very impressed once I saw the score. Cause I mean, you know, they just got done beating North Davis there that Saturday and I would never dream they were going to win by 30. Right. I think the line was what Chris nine or 10. That sounds we, good. We all, it, we all it was there Sunday and all of us were like, man, I think Lagodi will win, but right. Uh, you know, I don't see him winning by more than that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of them in our pool and I'd have to go open up the computer real quick. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of them that picked Orleans to cover that nine and, yeah, that was that was just blown out of the water. Yeah, yeah, that was. And, and again, congratulations to Coach Haywood on his 200th win. Uh, very I'll much tell you deserved. Lagodi might be playing as well as anybody. It oh, sure yeah. sounds I'm like with, it. I'm yeah. With you. yeah, it sure sounds like it. Um, and then, uh, and Chris, you went down to Jasper to watch the Bar Reeve Jasper boys game, right? Yes, we did. They had Jasper, uh, Jasper opened up. Uh, seats to uh, the visiting team so was able to go down there and i believe actually that it was the first night jasper fans could even get in there oh wow um because dubois county has been hit pretty hard and you know and they finally went to did they, they're either i think they're in orange or yellow so i mean mm. they're 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 finally coming down as well good well, i can say so, new albany played there a couple weeks ago and then just two weeks ago it was still just parents yeah yeah, so I mean, it was, it, it was, it was, it was pretty neat to see you know fans back in the stands, uh, you know, so uh, you know, Bariva came out with the win, um, dramatic they led fashion. After one, yeah, they led after one, and then uh, they uh, Jasper actually led at halftime by three on that, and then Jasper actually uh, was leading. By three again, I believe after the third quarter. So yeah, Bar Reef trailed a lot. Uh, Hagen Nip set for most of the se- or uh, the second half. Yep. 
Um, when he when he came out for warm-ups, I told the wife, me and the wife went down, I said, he looks a little gimpy. Right. And so he said, I think actually he set part of the second quarter even. So, yeah. Well, I know uh, uh, I talked to my daughter. She had to get, she had a pretty severe sprained ankle a couple of weeks ago, and she was trying to get ready to play in her blue chip conference, eighth grade game on uh, Saturday. And she was getting taped to try to make her f- initial run. And, and Hagen was in there getting taped as well. And she said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be able to go or not based on what I saw. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, we had some interesting situations down there. I mean, it got late. Uh, Barry was Barry was down six, I think. With gosh, I don't know, two two minutes left or yeah, so. Yeah, I, I was listening to it. I think that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it, it got it got a little little hairy there. Uh, Kirk fouls out. Uh, it was about fourth quarter. Yeah, a so couple think, minutes left, maybe three minutes at the most. I think, I, I think, I think in total he had maybe two fouls all night, but got whistled for five. So, <laughs> hey, Blake, yeah. did you hear that? That's that old bar yeah, reef. Right. He's got the bar oh, reef glasses yeah. on. Yeah, you know, I, I actually yeah, I heard well, you know, weeks ago. You know, if you, if you stop and think about it, I think I said this about three or four weeks ago. He gets a lot of calls against him that shouldn't be. You did. And you if did. you go look on, hey Blake, if you go look on your Godfather's website, you know, Mister Harold, you can go read, and a lot of people are saying that about that night in Jasper. A lot of people are saying he should have walked out of there with one or two fouls. So, uh, yeah, that's not. Speaking of the Godfather, what did he have that line at? Oh, that was like twenty-six, and we all knew that. <laughs> yeah, I think. Matter of fact, I think hey, we all, I think we all picked Jasper against those point with those yeah, points, right? Uh, this, I did. You did. Hey, you're gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna be. You're gonna be shocked on this week. Um, but then the crazy part about this is, uh, Bryson comes down. Anyway, Kurt led with twenty points. Bryson had twelve. Uh, Bryson comes down the lane. Dishes it off to Devin in the corner. Yep. Nails it. Nails a three to go up by two. Right. Uh, the time says point nine on the scoreboards. Mm-hmm. Everybody sees it. Then suddenly it goes one point nine. Right. And it's like okay, so Jasper's got the ball underneath. Hagen's. Ju- uh, they put Hagen back in just to guard the inbound. Guard the inbounder. Pass. Right. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, he can jump, you know, his long arms. So he deflects it over to the side, side bounds uh, across the court. 1.4 is on the clock now. So they put they put him on that inbounds play. Kid throws it about to half court type of deal. Tommy goes up for it, grabs it, gets yanked down onto the ground. The clock's zero. And they put point four on it because they called Tommy for traveling. I heard that. It sounded like an interesting, uh, yeah. How do you get point four right. out of that? Right. He traveled. You know, it's zeros on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, Blake. Even you know better than that. <laughs> well, when he called the travel, there was still point four. Speaking of, we were talking about we were talking about Dwayne. Um, uh, I know a certain voice of the Vikings that was uh, that might uh, need to check for the blood pressure as well. Uh, right about that time. 
I should probably go back and replay them last three minutes on that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Uh, so anyway, they 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 squeak out a win. So yeah, I, I'm with Blake. They're probably I don't know. Jasper's a tough team. Jasper's got some. Jasper's only got four wins, but don't take that away from Jasper. Jasper's a tough team. Jasper's lost to some very good teams by only six or seven points. Well, and you know what Coach Holt said when he was in here last week, it's so hard when you just look back, say you go on Harold's site and you just look back at, at someone's season, you don't know who was there. You know, you don't know who was there yeah. for the other team. I mean, it's a very difficult time to, to just go back. So, yeah, they, you know, who knows? They may have missed that. They may not have had a full team all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that Jasper team, you know, they're not – they're ranked fourth in their sectional, and that's because I think what Wrights is in there and a couple others, isn't it? And so, yeah, they're they're not going to, you know, do any damage. But, you know, they've, they've lost some close games to some big teams. So, I mean, don't take that away from them. Right, and, yeah. And we have another team, another team this week. But, yeah – uh, squeaked it out by two. So on to the next one, yeah. you know, win in advance. Hey, yeah. Blake's Blake's going to be really happy. Chris. Um, I just hung it up today. I have a poster now on the wall that features both the bar reef boys and girls, uh, team pictures and individual pictures. So, uh, and I put it right, I, but I did put it behind where Blake sits. So he doesn't have to stare at it. Oh, uh, good. At least he's being, he's being considerate. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, as the week went on, so then we've got the, the big bar Eve, uh, game. Um, let's see, that was Thursday. Oh, yeah. Then we had Friday night, uh, bar Reeve girls take on Orleans, which I was, like I say, I was in attendance there. Um, bar Reeve got enough shots to win that game. And they, they really did. I thought they had a pretty good, pretty solid game plan versus what Orleans did. They got to the hole on a regular basis, probably could have even gone to the hole more. I, I felt off the dribble, Barreve had the advantage, and, you know, just one of those nights just didn't get enough shots to fall. Um, they played hard. They battled Orleans. They, matter of fact, with just a touch over a minute, they had cut it to three after being down 10. And uh, just 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 didn't get enough, enough baskets to fall. Um, but I will say something, and, you know, I, I – I, would be remiss if I didn't have one asshole moment of the of the week, but I'm sitting kind of behind the bar reef bench, and I just I, I noticed it once, and I thought that ah, maybe 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 I'm wrong here, so I'm you know so now I'm watching for it. So I called him the old man, and as Mike DeCourcy um, gave me the uh, the heads up that the old man, the assistant coach, is actually the head coach's dad. So in the ultimate dick high school move that I've ever seen because once I realized this was really happening, every time Orleans would hit a three-pointer, this old guy would stare down at the bar he bent. Like, kind of, huh. like, so I don't know if it was supposed to be intimidating or what. Quite frankly, I don't think Coach Holt, Coach Graber, anybody, the players, I don't think they <laughs> noticed it. Once I noticed it, now I'm watching for it, right? And uh, so, anyway, old man, if you hear this, you big tough guy, come stare at us some some other time, and and we'll see uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, what an absolute dick move, you know, by somebody old enough to to know better. So I just had to, <laughs> to know better. Yeah, I just had to throw that in. I, I don't know if a, a seventeen. Me, whenever he hit the putt against me in league, though. Yeah, you probably deserve it. 
I do. I, I, I stare at you all the way off the green. But, <laughs> anyway, it was just a very odd thing to do. That I is thought. odd. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, – but anyway, congratulations to Coach Holt. Had a really good season. Um, and I think Bar Reeve, you know, like, you know, talked about, you know, they got a late start. I mean, they just did. And um, and then kind of got shut down. And and uh, so that team, if if they had another two months, would continue to get better because those girls were getting better and better um, as the season went on. So um, congratulations to Coach, Coach Holt and, and uh, as yep. those seniors Great depart. Season. Yeah, for sure. I didn't, I didn't roll. I didn't realize there was eight seniors on that squad. You know, I didn't either. I mean, I knew I knew they had. Well, I would have probably guessed five, but um, but yeah, yeah there there there's a big big changes coming at Bar Reeve. I don't know what all has been announced or will be announced, but uh, but the the future is uh, it, there's definitely going to be a change in in you know with just losing eight seniors. That's a big change, and and uh, so oh, yeah. it's hopefully the the future continues to be bright for the Bar Reeve girls good, program. Good going to be a lot of chances for playing time that's that's right that's exactly right and 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 speaking of changes joey's changing things at north davis got got beat by lagodi but they got off to a good start and 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 made made the lions think a little bit didn't they blake yeah i mean i i talked with him some i I was watching and i was actually listening to friend of the show mike wagner uh on the radio and you know he said after the game you know that's the fourth lowest Lagodi scored in the last two years. So the defensive game plan was there. Yeah. It was just, you know, they couldn't put any, anything in the hoop. They kept turning it over. And they, they missed so their six girls. It's usually Coach Riggins only goes about six deep anyway. And their six girl that night, she was actually contract, contact trace. So she couldn't play. So I think all five starters played the whole night. And Coach wow. Wagner kept saying on the radio, you know, these girls just look completely worn out. And, um, but I, I mean, like I say, kudos to, to Coach Riggins. I mean, he had the game plan ready. And I think, like we touched on earlier, Lady Lions could go eight or nine deep. They could only go five. I mean, right. that's the big difference when you can rest girls for two or three minutes. And then I saw my up at church and I said, you know, you've had a heck of a senior season. I said, you know, you turned that volleyball program had a winning record, now basketball. You know, they're slowly turning things around there at, at North Davis, so and they lose three seniors, three starters, so kind of like Bar Reed, you know, there'll be some playing time up for grabs. So hopefully they can keep building on these. Well, seasons and I have. know, and I know Joey's taking the right attitude. You know, he's he's getting involved with the younger levels and 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 trying yeah. to create an entire you know, a whole system, which is, is what you have to do. I really, no matter what sport it is. And, and it's, it's more difficult, honestly, at a one, a school when you're, when you're sharing players with the volleyball team and the softball team and, and it, you know, it, it's tough for a kid to, to play basketball year round. Um, but yeah. And kudos to him. I mean, they lost Friday night. He goes over to South Knox and watches the fifth grade girls win a turning uh, Saturday morning. So, now, like you say, he's getting involved in the younger, and that's where you got to start. Yep. Yeah, that's that's fantastic what he's got going on. So big things coming. Um, also that night, um, or I'm sorry, the uh, the next day, North Davis boys. Let's talk about a really nice win over Gene Miller's Hatchets. It was ugly. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, the first and third quarters of that game were ugly, and I think. <laughs> Dowerful would tell you that. 
Yeah. I mean, it was so they had senior night yesterday. Um, so they started the seniors. And they kind of couldn't get in that rhythm, you know, till about the second quarter. And it was a good second quarter. And in the third quarter, they got back. I think both teams combined in the first and third, I think maybe had 10 points total. Right. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if Trey Reed could have hit some of his five footers, Fort Davis would have been in big trouble. He missed a lot of five footers. Lots of bunnies. Yeah, what but, was it? We I, all know. Five minutes right, into right. that game, there's what maybe eight points scored. I'm gonna say uh, it was four to two. I think at the end of the first. Oh, okay, so yeah. yeah what, what? Washington shot twenty six percent. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, that's. Just, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's just Coach Miller and his deep. I mean, he's gonna slow. He's gonna make you slow down. He's gonna make get after you, and you know, just <laughs> we weren't quite ready for it, but. I mean, again, a win over a Gene Miller team is a, is a win, especially the way they get after you. Uh, you know, they started getting all Mullen, uh, handled the pressure really well when they did press. Uh, so You know, that's again, the advantage that North, North Davis has um, and as well, uh, maybe at times better. Um, North Davis can handle pressure because Jalen Mullen just handles the ball so well. Oh, it was kind of fun to watch. They just gave it to him when they were pressing. He would just go in between two or three defenders, find the layup, and right there it was. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very fun to watch him. Yeah, for sure. But Chris, let me ask you a question. Um, and and don't again, don't everybody flip out. We love Bar Reeve; they're awesome. But I, I, we're having a real conversation. Chris, are you as confident sitting here, you know, the first end of the first week of February as you were, let's say, middle first week of January? Okay, that's that's honest. That's, that's honest. Me. Yeah, that's just well, that's sure, just me. sure. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think I don't know. We they always go through some spells, and it's a long season. Ready. Yeah, or yes, they only won over North Davis by so many. Yes, they only won over Lagodi by so many, and over and over Orleans. But but they played a four A schedule. No question. I mean, yep. they play, they played one of the toughest schedules in the state. Yeah, and I don't. And I haven't even looked at the Sagarin to see where their strength schedule is. Um, you know, and maybe there's a little wear and tear. So I, you know, I think they're they've got some some easier games coming up, and maybe that'll get them healthy. Hagen, Hagen's going to have to get healthy, right? I, I was going right. to say health is going to be the biggest thing come down to this because when Lagodi struggled. Wildman was out. Right. You yeah. know, Hagen's been down a little bit. And North you know, Davis, Davis you know, down. North Davis had, you they know, without the Wilsons. Wilsons. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and yep. If, so, yeah. If somebody's 100% healthy going to that sectional, that's going to be a huge attestment to whoever. Yeah. Bar Reeves yeah. got South Knox, Rock Creek Academy, Evansville Christian, and Bloomfield left. Um, so. Yeah, a, a chance to probably work on some things, I'm guessing, and, and not to take light of those teams. But let's face it, Bar no, Reeves no. really good. You know, I mean, you can you can no, be a you mean, can be not a not. really solid one A team and just get your doors blown off by Bar Reeves. So, um, but South Knox took rights, gave rights all their. I they saw that. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I did see that. But you know, it's a long season. We're start. We're talking about 16, 17, 18 year old kids. They have ups and downs, and and I think. But I I love where we are headed in our sectional. Well, you know, I think to your question, Brian, though, is I think we all had such high expectations for Barry 
that there was no way it could go. I don't think any higher. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Right, you're right. They right. What yep. could what could they have done? You know, beat everybody by fifteen or eighteen. I was going to yeah. say they come in and beat Lagodi, Garth Davis, everybody by twenty or thirty. But <laughs> it's like you just yep. said, they're sixteen, seventeen year old kids. They ain't going to happen every night. Right, but so, but, but listen, you're, you're gotta, exactly right. We got to point it out, or this would be a really stupid, boring show. So, um, <laughs> and then, but anyway, g- great win for Dow, and really hope that if we can't get them all in here before the sectional, that we can, you know, get them in at separate times because well, and, uh, and, great episodes we've had with those guys. And black and black. Back to that Bloomfield win, that was crucial because now they control their own destiny in the Swiak. Oh, good point. Lent yeah. here in a couple weeks. Uh, I mean, they're in line to win the first uh, Swiak since 2011. Linton's won seven straight years. So that game there is going to be huge here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that'd be an interesting game. Going to be a fun, fun finish to the to the boys, um, the boys regular season, and then again, Katie bar the door come that sectional. Um, so <laughs> wrap up last night. Um, that's one of the best basketball games I've seen. Definitely in a long time, maybe ever. Vincennes and Washington went toe-to-toe, um, knocking each other right in the mouth, literally, a few times. And uh, that was that's as good as it gets. Seniors and upperclassmen that stepped up for, for Washington. You know, Dave Browning had some huge plays. Katia had some huge plays. It sounded like, and again, I didn't watch like you did, Brian, but it sounded like every time Thorne got the ball, they were just collapsing on her, and they were going to make somebody else besides Thorne beat them. Well, and that's what Coach Miles said, you know, maybe you look at the stat line and, and what Elena Thorne did doesn't jump out on you um, statistically, but that girl worked her ass off on both ends of the floor, and I, I, I bet I bet she slept very well after she calmed down after the celebration <laughs> because she had to be tired, because and they all did. And, and Washington doesn't go 10 deep, you know. Um, they play five, six kids, and they left it all out there. So just, uh, just yeah, a I mean, it just sounded like every time she touched it, the way Jake and brothers were talking. I mean, they, she just had two or three around her. Um, but I mean, that's the good thing about Washington. You know, they got Casilla and they got Zade Browning and another senior starter. So I mean, they have other options. It's just obviously Thorne is probably number one, but they don't have a bad. 1A and 1B either. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, uh, Chris, or if you're ready, you want to go ahead and go to our picks? Hey, real quick, uh, on Memorial, did the, did the JV win that last night or was it a varsity? <laughs> I, think, I, think they're back to, uh, I think they're back to a varsity team. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, we uh, did forget to mention one game that was kind of in a way like that, but uh, not on purpose. I mean, did you hear about the Washington, Vincent, Lincoln boys game? I did not. Oh, Washington! Yeah, Washington put him put it on him. Well, but so Lincoln, yeah, I think I know. I, I, I think I completely missed that game. Lincoln, so Lincoln, I guess their whole varsity seven players got quarantined like that day, and they just said, "Well," so they brought their freshmen to play JV, and their JV uh, played the varsity. I completely missed so. this. What was this Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Late Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Monday. Tuesday, or, Thursday, yeah. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I completely missed this one. So, what? How bad did I mean, Washington? Kudos, I guess, to Lincoln for not saying, "Hey, you know, whatever." Sure. A huge conference rival, but yeah. So yeah, they. I mean, they won by forty, but again, it sounded like they were playing Lincoln JV. But, wow. Right. Huh. Interesting. Nope, I com- completely missed that. 
All right. Well, I hear sweet Georgia Brown starting to fire up. So that means it's time to do our picks for the week. We're going. We're going all line. All line week. Oh, shoot. Well, for, how did we do last week? I hit. Oh, you were uh, you were eight and one last week. Yes. We only had nine games. We had, you were eight and one. I was eight and one, and uh, Blake was seven and two. Okay. I'll take it. Um, I'll post that later this that the, this evening or so, and uh, we'll Did get we that all up. Any on Derek? No, he went uh, eight and one as well. We're gonna need to get some fifth and sixth grade games in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still one game up on one game up on Brino. Oh. Eh, crap. I oh, see. Yeah. I, I tried to maneuver myself so I could make that game up. Obviously, I didn't do it. Yeah. So, um, uh, we're going to start Thursday, boys. Okay. So, Thursday, Thursday, boys, Evansville Christian at Ligoti. Ligoti minus 17. I'm going Evansville Christian. I'm going to go Evansville Christian. Uh, North Day has played them earlier in the year. They're, they're not a bad team at all. Um, obviously, Lugoti's playing well. They just beat Orleans by 30. But, yeah, Christian's not a bad team at all. So, I think Lugoti will win by 10 or 12. But I think I'm Christian will cover. Nope. Lugoti, yeah. Lugoti peaking at the right time, and this is going to be an absolute blowout. Uh, Friday night, boys. These are all boys. Uh Columbus North at Bloomington South. Bloomington South minus one. I'm going Columbus North. I agree. I'll take Columbus North. Screw it. I'll go against you both. South. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Indianapolis Cathedral at Fort Wayne Blackhawks. Blackhawks giving up eight. I'm going Cathedral. I'll go Blackhawks. I'm going to take... Blackhawk. North Knox right, at North Davis. At North Knox at North Davis. North Davis minus 17. Ooh. I'm going North Davis. Yeah, I'm going North Davis. It's, a, it's in Odin? In Odin. North Knox at North Davis minus 17. <sighs> Boy. North Knox, I you, they play hard. I've, seen, I've had them a couple times. They play hard. But, I'm going to go North Davis, being at home. What? Yeah. I'm going to go North Davis. I, I've really got – I'm going to take North Davis, but like Blake said, you know, that's a lot of points, especially a short road right. trip, And but I'll take North Davis. Uh, this is – I know which way we're all heading on this. South Knox at Barre. Barre minus 33. Holy I'm going shit. South Knox. <laughs> See how stupid Harold's shit is? Holy <laughs> cow. Because that – but, you know, earlier in the season, what was Barry doing, though? I know. They were beating teams by 40. They're due for another one of those games. They beat Southridge 52-19. to 19. They beat North Knox 81-30. to 30. They beat Northeast Dubois 77-25. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, but boy, that's... This South, this South Knox team is not the South Knox that that record is. No. And Burkett, yeah, he's a good coach. Where's it at? Barry. I'll take South Knox. South, it's going to be close, though, I think. It'll South Knox, well, listen, South Knox just played Linton stocked into a seven-point game, played rights to Thank two. You. Yeah, I'm going to take Thank South. Hell, hell might not have been playing. 
I'm gonna take all, I'm gonna weeks. take all those points um and, and take South Knox. Yeah. Uh the last boys game, Washington at Bloomfield. Bloomfield minus seven. I just watched both of these teams. Now see, here's my dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> this is why where Bino goes this, COVID. This is why I picked this game. <laughs> I have a major, major dilemma. Um, speaking of, Dan, you know what? I'm I'm afraid we're just going to completely run out of time, so we're going to have to reschedule Gene Miller for another show. Um, yeah, can you let you let Coach Miller? Yeah, let let Coach Miller know that we're not going to be able to get to him, but we'll try again next week. Brothers, what was the line again? Seven. Bloomfield, Bloomfield minus seven. At it's at Bloomfield versus the Hatch. At Bloomfield. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna take, have one of those bounce back games. I'm, 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 with I'm gonna take Bloomfield as well. Uh oh, here it comes. Where's uh, the drum row? Okay, I'm going to wait one second. There, the intern. Yeah, yeah. Tell him we're sorry, Coach Miller. <laughs> we'll we'll get you on next week. I promise. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Um. Listen, so since Coach Miller was nice enough to come in the studio today, even though we weren't going to be able to get to him, I'm going to take the hatchets because I don't trust Bloomfield. <laughs> that was a good one, uh, brother. Yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> All right, here we go, girls. Yes. We're going to start out at the Springs Valley sectional. Uh, number one, Trinity Lutheran versus number four, Lagoti. Lagoti. Minus one. Lagoti. Lagoti. Mine. I'll go with Lagoti. I hate Number to do it. I hate to do it. I'm going to go Trinity. All right. Okay. Sorry, Coach Smith. I got to put on. <laughs> this might be a blessing to you because I have a curve. Yeah. The second game, number two, Lanesville, minus seven versus number five, Tecumseh. 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 I'm going Lanesville. Okay. I like that pick. But cover I, seven? I, Waynesville minus seven. Yeah. Oh, all right. What do you got, Brian? Tecumseh. Yeah, I got Tecumseh as well. All right. We're going to the 3A regional. Number five, Washington. Minus four versus Rushville. I thought we were doing this before. I got to put on Gretchen's theme music here. Um, What's the line again? Washington minus four versus Rushville. I'm going Washington. Hatchets. Hatchets all the way. All the way. Number one, Silver Creek minus four versus number four, Memorial. Ooh. Silver Creek favored? Yes, minus four. No, no. Memorial. The only reason they're not number one is because of what they did the last couple weeks when they lost the game. I agree. It's Memorial. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking it. I agree about. with you, too. I'm taking Memorial. I'll take Memorial in the points. Yeah, me too. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go number one, Linton, minus 22 versus Woo. number 12, Forest Park. Forest Park's not a bad team at all. 22 is a lot of take, points in a regional. I'm going to take, take Forest Park. I'm telling you, Linton's good. I'm going Linton. I mean, I, I saw Forest Park play. They're a nice team, but. Linton could be competing in a three or four A bracket right now if they really wanted to. The only reason I'm taking four spot because that, that's an afternoon night doubleheader, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think you get up 15 points late, you you set your girls down, 
So they might be at 15 points by the first quarter. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm scrap that. I'm going Linton. All right, Linton for Brino. Yeah, Linton for Blake. I'm thinking Forest Park. One of us is either going to be one of us, two of us are going to be the goat, or or one of us is going to be. Brino, this is our week, buddy. I we're all different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's uh, a lot of different ones there. One last game here okay. in that same uh, Linton Regional. Number 17, Eastern, giving up seven points versus South Ripley. I'm going to go South Ripley. Yeah, I agree. I'm South Ripley all the way. Wait, what was it? Number South- 17, Eastern, minus seven versus South Ripley. Okay. Eastern Green? No, Eastern Beacon, I believe it is. Oh, okay. Pay attention, Blake. Well, he didn't say he just said Eastern. No, two that's, Eastern what, that's, two that's what they're called. Yeah, that's what they're he didn't called. Didn't say Eastern. Eastern Green. He said Eastern. Yeah, whatever. I'll take Eastern. Whoever the Eastern is. <laughs> and that is it. Those. What do you think about Lagodi being the favorite on that Trinity Lutheran? I'm shocked to see that. But Person, I mean, if, if they could be clicking, it doesn't shock me. But they haven't quite been clicking I, until they yeah, I, I I think I. I really think that it all gets put together right now for Lagodi, and and yeah. I look for them to have a really really big weekend. I really do. Hey, like I said, you're welcome, Coach Smith. The Burkhart coverage is on it, so you're fine. <laughs> all right. Gets through that first. Washington gets through that first game. They'll have their hands full. Same but, as well, same as Lagodi. Lagodi will have their hands full. Did Rushville? Did they upset somebody? Uh, they may have earlier. I don't think yeah, they did. Listen, last, last Rushville, Rushville's like the Bloomfield of the East. I mean, we used to live over in Batesville, and I always <laughs> hear how great Rushville is. They they always stink. Trust me. Hey, don't put the Bloomfield in. Bloomfield girls won. They won't say. I saw that. Saw that. Yep. Good deal. Hey, to switch gears here before we go, um, what do you guys like tonight in the Super Bowl? Of course, no one's probably going to hear this until after the Super Bowl, so uh, this is your chance to go on the record. I'll take the Bucks. Well, they get was it three or three and a half? I can't remember. Three, three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Going back I, and I, forth. I'm going to take them to win outright. I think they win by six. Yeah, I'm. I'm I know Blake. Thirty-one twenty. Who'd you pick? I think the Bucks win. Chiefs thirty-one points. Yeah, well, you can't. You you bleed blue. You you can't have a uh, an intelligent discussion about the greatness of Tom Brady. <laughs> I respect <laughs> it, but hey, I guess they're Speaking saying of- that it's going to be similar condition conditions to when Colts did win. It's going to be really rainy down there, so neither team has a great running game. Hey, did you see? There's a no-brainer bet on DraftKings. Um, oh yeah, but uh-uh. yeah. Yeah, if double your money. I think it was only up to ten bucks, but double your money if a touchdown is scored. So it's free ten bucks. Uh, ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks. So yeah, I'm gonna go Brady. Uh, I, I I learned a long time ago not to bet against Tom Brady in a big game. Hey, I I have a question for Brino. Okay. What was uh What was your thoughts on the big trade this week for the Cardinals? What trade? Arenado. <laughs> Well, actually, wait. The big trade was Dexter Fowler. Let's just get that off. Yeah. It was, hey, pitchers and catchers in two weeks, boys. Yeah. Boys, um, it might not matter. After the Dodgers got Trevor Bauer, I don't know who's going to be able to touch them. I, I, the, you pitchers know what? And catchers in two weeks. You know what I think was interesting is 
um, this silly St. Louis legend. And I, Arenado says, well, I like to go to the Cardinals because they do it the right way. So everyone else does it the wrong way. Like, come like, on. It's so fucking. Like your father realizes so that, Rhino. Cardinal way. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, I hope uh, he. Went to the Colts or Bears? I pray Bears. I don't. I, pray bears. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that the Bears will pull the trigger and do anything like, as usual. Um, they're one as much as for Stafford. That's ridiculous. Whew. Yeah, two first rounders. I think. Hey, speaking of, I don't know if you guys follow Super Seventy Sports on on Twitter, which uh, the Birdies Twitter retweets a lot of their good stuff, but. Um, they had a thing on there today that Tom Brady is older than um, Ed Asner was the first three seasons of Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> and then I saw that is incredible. And then I saw that. another one. He is older than the white-headed Sparky Anderson was for the '75 Reds. <laughs> oh, wow! It's just so weird that guys in the '70s just looked so much older than than what uh, they do now. That's great. I saw, uh, I, saw a, I saw a meme today. It was like, you don't think COVID will last forever, and it showed a picture of Tom Brady. Here's COVID. It was like 20 <laughs> years of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it, you're, you're right, Brian. I don't like him, but I don't care who you are. You, you got to at least respect the, the greatness of him. Yeah, I, had a, I was on a golf trip a few years ago. Well, it was the year that Atlanta had the big lead at halftime, which, oh, you know, those, those leads – 21 points is nothing, but whatever. And uh, he's, 25. he's a big Colts hate, Colts lover, Brady hater, because he, you know, treated him like Colts like he was their, his bitch for all those years. And, <laughs> and uh, he, uh, you know, bad mouthing Brady. I'm like, you are you being serious? Like, you're just being stupid. He said, I'll tell you what. If he comes back and wins this game, I will admit he's the greatest quarterback ever. Boy, did it get quiet about two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> That game, man, that was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and, and ever since then, the Falcons can't hold a lead. In the yeah. How often did they do it this All year? I know it's tonight, boys. Tonight, if they get down by double digits, that money line's getting hit hard for Tampa Bay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, we got anything else before we wrap this bad boy up? Nope, off nope. to a good start for local sectional winners. We got two of them, which we were hoping we'd have. So yeah, that's right. Should be, should be a good week for basketball again. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, and hopefully uh, two more regional winners. I hope so. Um, so well, that'll wrap it up. A uh, over the phone podcast today, but had two very successful coaches on, so it was fun to talk to them. Sorry, Coach Miller, we'll get you on soon. Shout out to my daughter who gutted it out and, and uh, overcame an injury and at least got to finish her season on the court and, and uh, went one shout for out, Shout out to my, my wife, her 30th birthday. Happy today. birthday, Happy Courtney. Birthday. Happy birthday, Courtney. So are you you say you will be in studio next week? We'll yeah. be in studio next week, yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. All right, yeah, boys. Had to, had, to, had to do some Super Bowl stuff today. There so. you go. Well, it's good to hear your lovely voices either way. And every single Monday brought to you by Travis Brett, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, and, of course, our other sponsors, Casa Sevilla in Odin and Country Oaks Golf Club in Montgomery. We truly appreciate them. Hit the subscribe button, and every single Monday you will hear birdies, bourbon, and basketball.
We miss you, Liv. <laughs>